Okay. This Rose Podcast, episode 17. Um, let's get into what's what's fast becoming one of the podcast world's, comedy world's favorite podcast segments. Um, it's called Trifling in NYC. Maybe I, should, I maybe should just think about changing the title of this show to Trifling in NYC. Be good. <laughs> good name. Um, just, I love that word, trifling. That will increase your views so much. <laughs> Who doesn't like some good trifling? <laughs> um, but uh, Jay, I understand you have a, a, a good quick one, some good trifling weirdness. Why don't you go get us started? Okay. Um, I used to have. Oh, yeah, we have a, a guest, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Introduce CC. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, CC? You know, CC, you know me. <laughs> oh, you <speak> got <up> bars? <laughs> Spin. Straight, okay. Straight, straight bars. <laughs> yes. Knowledge. Wait, 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 wait. CC, you know me. One, two, three. Yabba dabba D. <laughs> you just used all my remaining three lines. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Didn't mean to steal your thunder there. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay, wow. what's your story? Wait, wait, wait. Back to the bars. Wait, weren't you dropping bars last week? Or was that two weeks ago? Cal. I mean, K. K. Did you drop bars? Already falling apart. Um, you know, I've recently started um, like free freestyling, trying to freestyle when I'm like out with friends, uh, and I've had a few drinks. Um. I'm getting better. Okay. <laughs> I, I would love, love to hear Cave doing some bars with friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's like, because I, you know, I've taken improv classes and stuff, so. Yeah, because um, that's what teaches you, teaches you how to rap. Yeah. Well, it's more, it's just like thinking, like, stream of consciousness and trying to make your stream of consciousness kind of make sense. And oh, then yeah. also rhyme. <laughs> At the at the um, upright citizens rappers brigade. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I, I, you okay, Jay, with uh, this, this, this dissection of uh, <laughs> now seg I'm ready. Seg segway man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's your rap name, Jay. Segway, segway guy. <laughs> little, oh. little, segway, little segway ripper. Little segway. <laughs> Yeah, but it's spelled S-E-G-W-A-Y, -E and then you ride around on one of those segues in your videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those still around? People still do those? Yeah. No, they didn't know. Somebody, somebody died, right? Or they, yeah, like, the founder of the company the died founder. on a segue yeah. going off a cliff. <laughs> That's horrible. I shouldn't laugh at that at all he yeah. died he died doing what he loved i guess yeah yeah Think you know that's that. like there's there's been a few inventors who've died like using what they invented like i remember in um a story about um medieval um this guy like medieval torture devices and because you know they, they they had all that free time back in the day so right. they used that to like come up with really insane ways of torturing people to death <laughs> so there's this <laughs> so we have like the you know the rack like the iron maiden like 
that sort of thing. Um, but there, there's this thing called the Brazen Bull. And this was like, I don't know, it's like medieval, I think somewhere around like Persia or some, some Persian king requested. You went to like the In local... Persia? Persia? I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> Not in, not in the America. Country, the country Persia. <laughs> in, it's in mid, mid medieval, medieval time. Medieval times. Yes, the restaurant. medieval times restaurant. <laughs> the king there has got bored because again they don't have the internet. So there's nothing to do. So they anyway. So he requested that his like engine local engineer guy make up a torture device. And what he did was he made a bull out of uh, brass, like a, like a life size bull. And out of brass, right? And so, what? But it had a hatch uh, on the stomach, and so and it was hollow. So they'd actually put the torture victim inside the bull, and then put uh, start building a fire underneath the bull, so that um, when like the person basically cooks inside the bull. Um, so, but the the interesting part was like they he left an opening uh, at the mouth of the bull, so when the person started screaming. Um, it was shaped in such a way that it would actually sound like what a bull sounds like. Like their screams would sort of be transformed by the shape of, of the... <laughs> wow. So, the king, the king, like, he presented this to the king. King was very excited, and he's like, okay, well, let's test it out. And he put the guy inside the bull to test it out. He was the first, he was the first guy in it. Killed him. You know, you know what I just took from all of that? <laughs> What'd you take, CC? <laughs> uh, CC here. Uh, <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, yeah. So, 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 going off of what you said, that that's what they did because they were so bored and they had to use their free time to to come up with ways to torture people, um, and now we waste our time looking at selfies on Instagram. So in a way, like you could right. say our cell phones saved our lives. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, un unless, unless like you're walking while you take a selfie and you get hit by a car or something. I don't know how often that happens. I don't know how often they build like bull based torture devices either. So, <laughs> so instead of getting hit by a car, you were, you're just <sighs> destined to get hit by something. If it wasn't a car looking down at your phone, it was a bull inside. Bull, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so trifling. Uh, okay. So trifling. All right, Jay. Segway man. <laughs> oh. Can't wait. So let's get right into uh, it. For a time period, I had a very uh, rigid Saturday routine where I'd catch the bus to Trader Joe's, that 7:36 bus every morning. Um. No matter how late I stayed out, I was generally pretty good Are about getting up. Yeah, like gen like probably like ninety percent of the time, I was able to get up and catch that bus. And it was always at seven thirty-six. Well, that was, was the time on the schedule. It didn't always arrive at that time, but sometimes it was a little early, sometimes a little later. But I'm picturing I the narrator from Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> I was Wait, every day at seven thirty-six, he exited <laughs> the bus. <laughs> I can't, no, I yeah, mean, it's, it's crazy because I've definitely hung out with you pretty late on numerous Fridays. Yeah, and I've made it a lot of times, but then I would come back and I'd crash. But, uh, I'd make it. Right. So I'd get up, 
and you know, sometimes I wouldn't necessarily be a hundred percent sober. You know, like if you go to sleep late and you're pretty drunk, you when you wake up, you're still oh, like yeah. a whole a whole drunk oh, when you wake I'm up. <laughs> I've heard I've heard of these things. <laughs> It's a great so this, clarification, just adding that, by the way. <laughs> right. It's not like I woke up and started drinking. I, I went to sleep. <laughs> so 7.36 in the morning, and I crashed the beer. <laughs> Trader Joe's about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I deal with that line. Oh, God. Yeah, tell me about it. Um. So on this particular one, that, that happened to be one of those nights. And so I was running a little bit behind. And so I didn't want to miss that bus because it was like a 16 minute wait for the next one at that time in the morning. Right. So you, you don't want to miss it. So I was, I was jogging a little bit. I would like jog for half a block, then walk, and then like jog a little bit more. So I wouldn't miss it. Um, and I had to go through the Hasidic neighborhood to get to the bus stop. Well, the bus stop was in the Hasidic neighborhood. And this old Hasidic man stops me. And so I was like, oh, maybe he needs help, whatever. And he, he grabs my hand and he said, I love you. I love you. What? And I just looked at him and I said, okay, man, let's spread love around the world. And then I had to, and then I had to go. And I just ran for the bus because I didn't want to miss my bus. Right. And that, and that was it. It was just strange. It was a weird little strange story. I think so, I think you're just I think you're just saying the word Hasidic to get away with saying the word Jew. That's that's how I feel about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's uh, CC. Actually, you used to live. You both. Used I lived to in live South Williamsburg for yeah. Pretty, for, yeah so oh that's yeah. So you were up in there, man. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's where Jay used to to be too. Well, this is this is interesting because this is actually the second story you've told involving um, a Hasidic gentleman asking. Well, stopping you and well, to well, you. yeah. The first time they asked for help, and so I helped them out. But this time it was just awkward. I went. Um, what was what's the time of the year where they can't touch um, electronics and all of that? You know what I'm talking about. I think it's any Sabbath. Yeah, it was a Sabbath, I think. And I went, and uh, one of them asked me if I could turn on their air conditioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's uh, the story, Jay told. Yeah, and I went. I went inside and turned on their air conditioning, and his wife gave me a chocolate cake. You got a cake? I got a cake. I got a what? cake, son. I gotta thank you. Thank you very much. Well, it's interesting because you actually were turning off the air conditioning because it had gotten. Yeah, I had. I had to roll in at like twelve thirty in the morning or twelve thirty at night and like turn off the AC because it was too it cold. Was, ours was. It was so hot outside, and they were like, "We we can't do it anymore." But the, it, it's interesting because. Uh, a lot of that, it's, it's so mysterious, especially in that neighborhood, because, like, you know, I have a dog, and oh, like, they don't want to touch the, that. The acidic communities like, yeah. are oh, yeah. so scared of dogs. Oh, know. yeah. Terrified. Terrified. Like, you know, and then uh, there was one time, and this, this, I don't know if this isn't actually my trifling, but I will use this as a nice build on your story, uh, uh, where I was walking, I usually walk my dog in the uh, the acidic families. They they will walk their family across the street to avoid. And I'm like, okay, no disrespect, like whatever, like you know, there's a lot of dogs here, so you guys must be walking across the street like every two minutes. Um, but uh, uh, I was walking my dog, and all of a sudden, like these 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 kids, these acidic kids came and ran up to to Sophie and pet her as if they had like you know broken all the rules, and they were like screw our right. parents and we are we want to pet we want to pet this dog and they were petting 
they're petting right. her like they had never seen a dog before in their life. Um, and I was like, and I was like, I wanted to be like, yeah, pet the dog. But at the same time, I was picturing um, one of the one of the fathers coming out from around the corner and like hitting me with a baseball bat. How <laughs> 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 dare you let my kids touch your dog? Oh man, I didn't know about this dog thing. Huh? Yeah, just pit, oh, like, yeah. look out for it. Look out for it when it happens. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, since you, since both of you guys have moved away from there, I, I don't even spend that much time around that that part of Brooklyn. But I, uh, I miss that part of Brooklyn, man. It's it's fun. It's quiet. It's chill. Yeah, definitely quieter over there. It's still all access to the fun activities if you just walk a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, response. yeah. Why don't we Why don't we segue into uh, your trifling uh, in NYC story? CC. Oh, it's my. Oh, it's my, my real. My real story. Your real one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Better this, be good. So, so this happened. I I've lived here for four years now. Um, this happened in the first week I moved to New York. So I feel like all the crazy stuff happens to you, like the first week, because you're much more observant. You're right. less familiar with your territory. You're less routine and everything that happens to you yeah. uh you, you gotta you stay on your in. toes yeah you gotta stay on your toes and um i was new to the subway system and uh i i took the j train and i i, I was taking the j train to manhattan because i just got a job and uh i was i was going into the city the train was packed and um it was like 8 30 in the morning and all of a sudden there's like there's a guy next to me train maybe yeah i'm sitting next to this homeless guy yeah I sat next to this homeless guy, and I, I'm like, okay, no big deal. And I see him start making this motion oh, God. Um, through my oh, peripheral. I know where this is going. <laughs> no, no you, no, you don't, actually, because you, he's, he, it, was not, it, it wasn't a masturbation story. Uh, <laughs> oh. it, he, he lifted up. He was making, like, this motion like he was lifting a pipe up to his mouth. Um and uh-huh. I and I didn't want to like look at him because also it's like so crowded that if you make body movements, everybody around you feels it. Um, oh, and uh, and I, he, I I heard him light a lighter, and I'm like, okay, he's probably smoking weed. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing like crackling. <laughs> it was a crackling sound. It was a crackling uh-huh. sound. Mm-hmm. And um, and this guy. And then all of a sudden, I was like, this guy, I think, is smoking something. Uh, I think he's smoking crack. And I just saw like smoke get blown into you know like above everybody's head and i was like this guy i was like i "I think this guy is smoking crack right next to me and then all of a sudden this mom and her daughter like were like you know right on the other side but she could still see uh uh she could still see him and you just hear her just fucking flip out she was just like oh hell no you you ain't on this motherfucking train about to smoke this motherfucking crack in front of my motherfucking daughter a you know yeah. crack is a concern not language um <laughs> and and i was like oh my god so the entire train like realizes what's happening and um everybody like looks you know in his direction and she's freaking out she's like ah, i can't be on this train we need to stop the train right now and we look at him like he he is guilty but and he has the look of guilt on his face. But then he all of a sudden raises his pipe to like offer some to her. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, would you like some? And then right at that moment, then we hit the Essex stop. And uh, it was so crowded. And I was like, I didn't want to be around the crack smoke anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I think I was, I was a little I was a little high. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it prompted me to get the fuck out. Uh, but yeah, that was my that was so, my story. So I so. There must have been other people who noticed what was going on. Did was, anyone else it, react, yeah, it was, or was it just like, remember, were, you, you were you making eye contact with other people? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? It, it was kind of like it was kind of like a Chappelle story where uh, nobody said anything until she said something, right? And um, once she said something, everybody turned and they were like, it, it was it was too bundled to the fact. Like literally, right when she freaked out and he did the offer, then the train door opened and everybody left. But if 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 it was over think, the bridge. The offer was like, was he trying to fuck with her? Was it genuine? I think he was serious. He was high as hell that I did notice. Um, right. And he like was seriously like, why are you mad at me? Here, have some. And right. calm down. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, he, he blew the smoke above everyone's head. So it's not like he's blowing it in anyone's face. Mm-hmm. That's like good. you know, he's because he's got manners. Yeah, I have a feeling that the crack smoke probably dissipates in the air quicker than weed would. <laughs> you know, on the MTA system, they have the they have the crack filters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Damn. So this was like the first couple weeks that, that you. That was the first week. I was traumatized for a long time, and then I was, <laughs> and I didn't I, I didn't I didn't see it for a while after that. That I mean that you you've hit on so many stereotypes about new york like you and you're you know we're, we're all from the midwest like stereotypes that midwesterners have about like the, the new york city like, crowded you know, but, subway, and, and i was i was i was people smoking crack I'm not, while I'm you're, not trying telling, to get the, you're trying to get to work people yelling not, at each telling, other i'm not telling the story with like malice or anything anymore like, no, now, no, like totally. I, now i'm like i've seen enough to the point where i like if i were to see that again like now i probably wouldn't even like look at in his direction i would just be like ah yeah just this guy yeah. like you know the, you've seen enough people like just like get on i've saw i've saw a guy get undressed on the train i've mm-hmm. you know, it's it just it's it just comes with the territory I guess. oh yeah there's what like i've seen someone like in the process of taking a shit uh, at the end of the, the train car <laughs> um. I, 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 saw, I saw yeah i saw i saw somebody take a shit in the uh, the Essex the Essex stop once and um, and literally every person looked in his direction and he he was this, he was a black guy and, and and every like woman and man that you know they like looked at him they're like you're killing our culture <laughs> <laughs> damn oh it's harsh um, I mean I I've, I've seen numerous people urinate to where like that's not even like i don't i don't even need to move to a different car if that if that's going on yeah um, anyways the shitting is is an issue um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Shit, it shouldn't be called it shouldn't be called trifling it should just be called shitting <laughs> yeah i'm i'm yeah i maybe should think about that being the podcast title um just shitting um <laughs> the weekly shitting report um but uh okay did you want to tell another one or we can move no, on, I'm, on. I'm, no I'm, I'm good. that was a good one that was good that was pretty good um are you gonna tell one cal yes Kay. Kay. yes i am Kay. 
<laughs> yeah, KKK. I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> that's, oh, that's what I want. That's oh, what, what just want. happened? That is a perfect segue. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll get to the Oscar talk uh, in a bit. I'll, I'll tell my my infamous uh, story about me getting mugged uh, for a bottle of water. Um, so, and I think Jay, uh, Jay, you know the story, right? Yeah, I do know this. I'm story. sure I've probably told you the story numerous times. Um, on maybe on like a late Friday night, like, and you're like, oh, I gotta, I get up early for that. Anyway, um, so I, I used, I used to jog regularly. Jog. Yeah, I used to go you know, jogging um, around the city, and I live close to the Williamsburg Bridge, and so that, that's a good jog, like jogging over the bridge and then coming back mm-hmm. is a good like. Good two yeah, mile, three, two mile jog. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, good jog. Um, you know, it's very scenic when you're in the middle of the bridge. Um, there's like, um, there's like a crew of like bikers that hang out in the middle of the bridge as well. Like, oh yes, like, the midpoint. The mid, yeah, the the midpoint gangsta the disciples or something. <laughs> the midpoint gangsta disciples. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I don't know. I didn't stop to read the, the graffiti uh, or the tags, but um, I don't know. They're, they're <laughs> totally pleasant enough. They just kind of hang out, and drink, and smoke in, in the middle of the, the bridge. Doing um, yeah, so I used to jog, jog over, um, and I'd sort of walk around uh, the immediate area around the, the, on the Williamsburg side of the bridge just to cool down for a little while. Um, and when I would go, I would only have on me um, like my iPhone to listen to music. And I'd bring like a bottle of water and my keys, and that that would be it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I got to the other side of the bridge, walking around with my bottle of water, cool down, and I'm walking down like I think like South Fourth Street, um, just kind of walking the block. And as I'm walking in the middle of the block, there's an SUV parked um, on the side of the road, like the the side that I'm on, and the door is open, like the back, the back right hand door is open. It's like. As I was gonna walk by, I, I I could see it. So anyway, so I'm, I'm like, about to be kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't like. It's not like it pulled up and then opened the door because I was there. Like it was just already open. And so I, as I'm walking by, um, I turn to look to my left, and there's a guy sitting there, like a really big guy, um, and he looks like he's out of breath, and he's sweating. And he looks at me, and I look at his face. And he's got this big scar on his face, that's like in the shape of like um, like a fishing hook, mm-hmm. like in, in his cheek, like like <clears throat> uh, like really like noticeable. Um, so anyway, and he looked. I don't know. He just it was weird. It was a weird situation. So he looked at me, and he he looked down at my bottle of water, and he said, uh, to, uh, "He said agua, agua." Um, Holy shit! Which I I took to mean. You know, that's Spanish for water. That's pretty clear. Oh, oh is um, it? <laughs> uh, let me go to Google Translate really quick. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, so I was, so I'm like, Sorry. okay, so I, I <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> so, so, so sassy. Um, uh, so I, I handed him my, my bottle of water, which is like half, <laughs> Half empty, and then I kind of like I just kind of like hustled, shuffled out of there, <laughs> kind of jogged up away. <laughs> but but it, I mean, it, you know, I've told this story, and in retrospect, people were like, "So wait, so someone just asked you for your water, 
and you gave it to him. <laughs> and this is your getting mugged story? What if he so, just wanted a sip? You said this game was a so, sip, right? So, so, so he might have just wanted a sip. I don't... So let me get this straight. You cross the <laughs> and somebody asks you for your water. <laughs> I mean, look, he he wasn't the, like if if he gets a sip, he uh, he can have the rest. You know that what was, was that was actually that was actually the backup story on Forty Year Old Virgin that Andy told Seth. Instead of making an egg salad sandwich, it was I gave a guy a bottle of water. Is it? Oh, I don't I don't know that. It was it was never mind. It was a bad joke. It was a bad reference. No, it's a, it's a good reference. I um, I just haven't seen that movie in so long that um, I saw Wedding Crashers last night for some reason. Yeah, um, I actually started watching a lot more Judd Apatow stuff after Crashing came out. Oh, is that show good? It's really good. I haven't seen it yet. Pete Pete Holmes is a really 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 funny guy. I like him. He you know he has that podcast called uh, You Made It Weird. Yeah, you made it weird. I love um, I love that, and 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 it's making me a little more loose on, on on your podcast. Yeah, no, it's it's great. He's um he's really he seems really smart and thoughtful and like just like a really nice guy too. Yeah. Um, he's got like this kind of tragic <laughs> backstory that, that I guess <laughs> right. It, I guess the the show crash. Have you heard of the show, Jay? Crash. I've seen the uh, posters in the subway. I don't know there's, anything about it though. Yeah, there's two episodes out right now, and it's 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 about uh, like this 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 perfect stand-up you know Christian guy. Um, he's married, and his life was you know supposed to be perfect, and uh, and he and his wife were living their lives. He was also doing stand-up comedy, and then she cheats on him, and his whole life kind of goes into question. Uh, what am I doing? But then that in in barely just like it makes him. It gives him the opportunity to be a better comedian, uh, but he gets kicked out of his house and he moves out of his house and he ends up just crashing on other stand-up comedians' couches. Um, so uh, it's like it's, so it's like you watch his his life blossom through this tragedy. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. That could be and funny. I, and I guess it's based on a true story. Um, very uh, very cool. Specific, specifically, his story of his yeah. life. Um, but yeah, I gotta get into that. I mean, that's the it's a good segue into our, our next segment. Um, unless you Artie have any, Lang. you want to already like is in it. TJ Miller's in it. All that. Stuff. Anyway, sorry, sorry. No, no, that's all right. Um, unless you you guys want to make fun of me more for, for my traumatizing vlogging <laughs> <plugging> experience. <laughs> so, no, 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 that's actually like I'm I'm, I'm picturing like uh, I don't even think that would be too trophy. That would be a really funny sketch. Like you, you it's like uh, uh, what what was that? Um, uh, the movie that The Counselor or something by Tony uh, McCarthy. Yeah. And it was like this really dark Mexican like cartel movie and you know and you just see this guy and he's like dying and you can do it the same way where you you know you got like the, 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 the heavenly music as you're running through the sunsets of the Williamsburg Bridge with the the, the World Trade Tower in the background, and and, and, and oh. you know, and then you get out, you're sweating, yeah. and you see this guy, and he's gasping for breath, and then he just looks at you, and you're you just like water, and you give him oh, water. Oh, you know what? That that actually does happen in uh, No Country for Old Men, which is it actually does. yeah, when Josh Brolin goes to that guy after the shootout, um, that guy is a, he, yeah, he's in an SUV. I mean, he is actually dying because he's been shot, and he asks for water, 
And I think, does Brolin just take his money and close the door on him or something? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give him anything. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, God. You should, we, should, we should just come up Wait, with should a I have thing done called... that to, Should I have done that to this guy? Is a... We should come up with a thing called No Country for Old Men Moments. And... God. Um, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I would not. Yeah. I would not. I would not do well in that no country world, no, no country verse. No. Um, no, but but it's like, but it's set in New York, like modern day, like you know Brooklyn, and and then it's just like that's it. But you're so like you just saw no country for old men. So everything in your life, like you just question it, and and it starts reminding you, like you you it would all the premise would be you saw this movie, and you were so blown away by it, and then everything in your life reminds you of no country for old men. And then there's this moment there, and you're telling the story like it was in the movie, and then somebody, like, you cut to somebody, and they're like, so you just gave this guy water. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you just... Um, yeah, I don't know. Who would who would I get to play? Uh, that Antonio Banderas? Nope. Sorry. Fuck. Javier oh, Bardem. Bardem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> um, thing is, I, I actually have been mugged. Um, when I was really? High, when I was in high school, um, yeah, I got I got beat up and so you stole my bike. Um, and actually, Jay, this was at Pingree Park. Um, at Pingree Park. Yeah, uh, oh. in, Colum- in Columbus. Uh. Um, the crazy thing there was like, I'll just do this really quick. Then we get to the Oscars. Like these two guys rolled up on me uh, in the park. I used to smoke cigarettes, um, so I'd go to the park to smoke and. They, would, they rolled up. I mean, one of them was on a bike, and one was just kind of walking next to him. So they came up to me, asked for a cigarette. Out of nowhere, it just hit me on the side of the head a couple times. Um, they were like, give up your bike, um, which I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, they took my bike, and then but they left their, their bike, the bike that they had come in on. Oh, what? So I guess I probably should have taken it, um, at the very least, for evidence or something. But I don't know. I was just like just upset and hungry so i, I didn't do that um anyway let's move on to the, <laughs> to, to the let's move on to the oscars uh sorry we... about that sorry about that thing that happened that traumatic <laughs> moment in your life <laughs> it was like it's pretty scary i don't know like it's i mean i didn't really get beat up but like you know hit in the side of the head it was, it was just really disorienting and that was the thing with the with the water dude is like it was just so confusing that i just kind of froze up yeah um uh, that, that that would be another funny story if you just like you talked about getting jumped and then you like talked about it like this traumatic experience just like the water experience yeah and then you realize that the guy just like asked for your wallet and you yeah. gave it to him yeah hey, and nothing <laughs> bad and nothing bad happened i don't even yeah that wouldn't even be a crime either hey can i see your wallet really quick okay uh all right okay now i'm gonna take this um uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> you go to the you go to the cop to report it. So you were, anyway, let's get it. Let's get, we got to get this Oscar thing. <laughs> uh, oh. So they're happening tonight. Um, oh. I <laughs> um, I will probably I'll I might watch it. I don't know. It's so hard. For I'm me watching to it. Sit through anything long, longer than like half an hour. Um, but uh, I, I don't have anything else to do, so I probably will. But anyway, there's you know there's a few storylines going around about about the Oscars. My what I want to do really quick, and yeah, you, sh- you can all, if you have something specific you want to fixate on, 
Um, but have you either of you seen uh, Moonlight? Um, yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen it. But you know about it, right? I know about it. Yeah. So it's getting gotten a lot of buzz. Um, it's it seems like it's basically going to come down to Moonlight or La La Land for Best Picture. I have seen yeah, La La Land. Barry um, Jenkins, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, Moon. Yeah, I got it. I've been meaning to see Moonlight. I think it's it's uh, you can like download it at this point, right? Or yeah, it's on iTunes. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> plug, so, plug plug for iTunes. Cal is getting paid by iTunes. Download yeah, I, on iTunes. Yeah, I get I get a nickel for each time um, I mention iTunes. And, uh, I actually I, I got to put this podcast on iTunes. Actually, I had someone complaining to me that like, oh, I don't want to go to SoundCloud for this. And I'm like, I don't. I, yeah, I can put it on iTunes. Maybe I don't know. I'll do that anyway. Um, Pod, podcaster problems. Yeah, yeah. First first podcaster problems. Uh, but uh, I like I do this game now. I sometimes when I'm out with friends, I, I sometimes freestyle rap. But sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to break down what happens in a movie, but just by the trailers and what I've, reviews I've read. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't do this because like I don't want to spoil it for you, CC. Mm-hmm. But basically, what I would do is I would try to say, basically guess the, the the basic plot points. And then have Jay confirm it whether I'm right or not. But then you wouldn't be guessing the plot points of Moonlight because you've already seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay. No. So are we we confirming or did not? We're basically confirming or denying. Whoa, go Jay. Whoa, what's going on? That is that's not me. Whoa. You good? I. I'm good. Okay, that was weird. Um. So, but I don't want to spoil it for you, CC, since you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, but I'm okay with spoiling myself. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. I have, I, have a, I have a rough inclination as to what happened. Right. So, basically, is it, is the, so it's about a, it's about a young or a gay man in, in um, some uh, inner city Miami. Um, yes. And it's, and then the, the guy... The guy from House of Cards, uh, Mershala Ali. Yeah, Mershala Ali. He's, 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 he sort of plays a mentor to him, um, and that and it, it's it shows three different stages of, of the main dude's life. Um, does Mershala Ali? He's a gangster. Yes. Correct. Does he come in con? And then the kid becomes a gangster as well, right? This is all me guessing, by the way. Correct. Now, I thought I thought Marshall, I thought he was his dad, but I think he's more of like a mentor figure. Okay. Yeah. Is that correct? Name oh, a drug dealer. Whoa. Jeez. Uh. Okay. He's a major drug dealer. Is that what you said? Uh. Neighborhood drug dealer. Neighborhood. But he's in charge of everybody. Yeah. Now, do they do. I'm guessing they come into conflict over drug trade, and one of them kills the other. <laughs> is that correct? Wrong. Oh. Wrong. I I didn't see that at all. Yeah. Anything. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's all I got. Hmm. And you're done with the whole movie? Uh, do you want to try to guess, Susie? Well, you 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 missed a few major plot points. Uh, <laughs> How do you know? Uh, uh, well, because I just I have I have an inkling, uh, uh, just from the trailer. So okay, so take let's take that information. Okay. Um, and anybody who's seen this movie right now is just rolling their eyes. They're like, uh, <laughs> uh, 
it's yeah. So you have the the, the guy who is his mentor, um, telling him who he needs to be, who he wants to be, and that message I feel like will reign through to the whole movie. Um, but then you know he is taking this drug lifestyle. He's become this kind of gangster person, um, and in that you know I know like homosexuality is really looked down upon in in the the black community, especially like in the South. And, uh, uh, you know, he's probably uh, singled out for it. Um, he denies it. And then he comes to accept it later on um, and finds himself. And then those words turn into some sort of tragedy. I feel like some tragedy happens. Uh, well, guess what? What do you think the tragedy is? He probably dies. How? He probably gets killed by a homophobic person. I don't know. Okay, Jay, do you want to confirm or deny? No, that's not how it ends. Okay, well now I'm going to see it because I want to see it now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably, this, uh, look, I'm, this guy didn't, I don't, I, this is the first time I'm actually trying this game out um, relatively sober. Um, and <laughs> maybe you should just, just see it. Anyway, why don't we do... Uh, CC, what are your overall thoughts, or do you have any specific point about the Oscars that you've been? Um, I really, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple points. I, ever since last year, Chris Rock, he brought to light really how, um, how pre like it, 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 there was no nominees, like there were no black nominees <laughs> <laughs> at all. And uh, and and he he called it out in his monologue, and I was like I was like holy I was like holy shit. So I feel like this year, um, it has made a tremendous turnaround. I think. What are there? Uh, is there a sword fight happening? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm to, is, is that someone's, my iPhone? No, that's me. Um, I, someone is revving their motorcycle engine. Um, okay, we're good. Sorry. Go keep keep going. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. But the, there's, I don't know how many. There's seven, seven nominations, um, or for best way picture. more than that. Best picture. I don't know. So I, it's it's made such, such a turnaround, um, from 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 the from Chris Rock's statements where he called it out, and now I feel like my my first thought was, people were making movies and Hollywood was investing in movies. Wow, that is really weird. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, Hollywood is invested in movies specifically to counter that and make a make a change. But you know, it's right. it's it's happening in this aggressive way. You got movies like Loving, you got Moonlight, you got Fences, Hidden yeah. Figures. I didn't I didn't particularly want to see Hidden Figures because not because it was a good story, but because I was like this movie was made to win you know the Oscars for diversity. Like it was it was. I don't know. There was something about it, and I heard it was amazing, and 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 all of that. But like, it, it just it screamed Oscars to me. Yeah. Well, um, let me let me just read because I have I've it pulled it up here. So I'll read off all the Best Picture nominees. Uh, there are there are a few, uh, or quite a few. Is Arrival, uh, Fences, mm -hmm. Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Hell or High Water, which I heard was really good, uh, Hidden Figures, um, La La Land. Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea. I really want to see that. Um, and then, damn, Mel Gibson got 
nominated for best director. I don't know where this hacksaw. Oh, director, yeah. Hacksaw Ridge man, <sighs> like the main actor. I think his name Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield I, I feel yeah. like he's he's typecast to me to be just Eduardo from from Social Network. His yeah. life, like that's all I see him as. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 I think it was the Spirit Awards that just happened, uh, where uh, John Mulaney and um, what's his name that he he was performing with. Uh, Nick Kroll. Um, Nick Kroll, yeah, they hosted, and they were like, how long does it take to be an anti-Semitic person and get away with it? And then they were referring to Mel Gibson. They were like, right. and the amount of time from his remarks before till now releasing this movie, they were like, eight years. Eight years is how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That guy seems like he's got some issues. Um uh, I don't know. I guess if you can still make money and get Oscar buzz for people, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll put up a lot. Yeah, of yeah. Uh, what I think, what I think about this specifically, like there, this has been a great, great, great change. Um, I think it will be, uh, and don't. It, it, this has been happening for screenwriters for for a very long time in Hollywood, uh, but just getting employed as a white person will be much more difficult. Like it, it will be actually very, very, very very difficult now like we're ex- like white white writers are the the the, the outcasts uh, i don't know about that um i mean diversity in and of itself is something i i think is good the, 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 so the thing with the oscars so white thing that came up i guess was it last year yeah i think so yeah that was last year i think that's like it's it's not like there's a plan that how like so overarching Hollywood figures have that's like okay, we're only gonna release, uh, you know, two black movies, like prestige mm-hmm. black movies this year. It's just like it's kind of like a consequence of when production schedules line up, you know, and mm-hmm. like Oscars nominate movies that came out in a year. Then it yeah. just so happens to be like the the all the shit that goes into a production is like that's just the scheduling. I mean, for me, in my opinion, it was just a scheduling thing. Yeah. That's yeah. not intentional. Um, See, like, ex- I, would, exclu- I would totally, exclusion. I would totally, I would totally agree with you. Like on, you know, like moonlight and fences. I felt like those were just, they felt natural. Like it wasn't like proving a point. It was a really just a good movie to open your eyes to something and to like a controversial issue. Loving is, you know, like a mixed racial couple. Um, I think, you know, that, that timing is, is it could be coincidence as well uh the only one i felt like was positioned specifically for the oscars was hidden figures hidden figures Man, you really got it in for hidden figures yeah <laughs> yeah um all right jay what, what do you what do you got on this are you gonna watch the Oscars? Uh, probably not i uh i just don't i i'm interested in who wins but i don't really like award shows that much right um so like i'll i'll definitely check in on the winners for sure. Like, uh, hopefully some, I don't know, Moonlight was so good, but I just don't feel like it's going to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's going to be La La Land, but I haven't, I haven't even seen that. I don't know about La La Land. Did you, did you, so I, I saw, I saw La La Land. Did you guys, there was an SNL sketch that, with Aziz, that perfectly summed up people's perception of La La Land. <laughs> um, it looks ridiculous. It, I, I it, 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 the it, movie? it is. It, there's, the there's, movie, a songs, yeah. there's a couple songs in it that I love 
Um, you know, but I it, it, SNL made fun of the fact where you know every white person is like, this is the greatest movie ever made. Then anybody else that's not white is like, actually, it wasn't that accurate, not that good. And then white people got so defensive of it. And SNL did a really good job of capturing that. And I agree, it wasn't it it it, it, it is positioned for like a Hollywood take. It, it doesn't actually like capture a lot of uh, um, like real accurate things. Like he's a jazz right. player. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I saw it. I liked it. I the yeah. There's a couple songs that I really like too. Um, uh, it's it's good good enough to be you know an Oscar. Movie. I mean, I I yeah. I'm sort of with Jay on like I I don't really like award show. I think I I checked out on caring about awards back when The Wire was on the air, and I I'm a huge obsessive Wire fan. Yeah. And it never really won any awards, and that's when I'm like, okay, the, they just—it's not about quality; it's it's about yeah. like marketing and politics, basically. It totally is, and and also I'm like I'm a huge comedy fan, anyways, and comedies never win Oscars, even though yeah. they're just as difficult to make and act out, if not more difficult. Um, but because they're comedy, people just see that as uh, oh, anybody. Yeah, can. that's true. Didn't they? Wasn't there? Like some kind of initiative to start a comedy category. Is there a comedy category now? Um, not in the Oscars. There is at the Golden Globes. There okay. should be in the Oscars. Uh, there should be. Yeah, I think I'm trying. As we were talking, I was trying to think of the last comedy that was up for Best Picture. The only I'm sure there's been something more recent. But the only thing I can really think of off the top of my head is Annie Hall, um, which I think won Best Picture as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I guess I could see. Was any Judd Apatow movie? I feel like he'd be the one who would get like. A well, you would picture. think that you would think that it would happen for This Is Forty. You would think that it would happen for Knocked Up. Like all of those, like, like totally changed my perspective and my view on on comedy writing, on doing stand up, uh, uh, and it totally influenced me. But you know, it Forty Year Old Virgin, all of that stuff. It, it like those I think were the. And, 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 and it wasn't just Judd Apatow's movies. It's Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Like, those those pushed oh, yeah. the comedy game forward. Oh, The Big and, Short. I wonder if that Well, was... The Big Short got nominated, but um, actually, did it get nominated? I don't know if it did. I'll look it up. I um, think it did. Yeah, I think it did, too. But it, it was the first time where they were like, all right, Adam, like, you're not just going to be this comedy guy anymore. You know, like, it was... Yeah. One for like okay, here we go. Uh, the film was nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director, Supporting Actor, and Adapted Screenplay, and it won Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, and every other movie before that, you know, he would get these thirty, forty million dollar movies that he would make, and they would make one hundred and fifty million dollars, and that's actually a huge. That's actually like a huge success in in the comedy world, but because now you have movies that are you know universally made. You know, you you have like China coming in, and and movies can make like a billion dollars. Now it's 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 you have these mid-level comedy movies that are not considered successes, even though they tripled the investment. Yeah, I can't believe I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page for Big Short. He got Brad. The dog can't believe it either. He got Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, Christian and Christian Bale. Oh my God! It's a good film. Budget was twenty eight million. It made one hundred thirty three million. I yeah. mean, it, it's not strictly a comedy. It's 
comedy leaning, I guess. There are certainly comedic moments, like the thing with Margot Robbie. Have you seen The Big Short, uh, Jay? No, I didn't yet. I heard great things about it. The, the thing about The Big Short was it, 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 they faced so many actual, um, they, they faced a lot of screenwriting problems um, in terms of accuracy with the, the real people. And because it was, it, 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 it essentially was a biopic. Um, but uh, uh, like these guys would be on set with them and they're like, okay, so we're going to make this about your character. The character is going to be about you. Um, but is there anything that we need to change? And, you know, on set, the guy that was playing Ryan, the, or Ryan Gosling's character right. uh, took place in a club. And then the guy, the actual character or the actual person was on set with them. And he's like, I would never be on a nightclub, you know, with these people. <laughs> I, I have, I have facts. And uh, and Ryan and, he, and Adam McKay was like, all right, well let's let's just say that to the screen. And so he all of those moments where he broke the fourth wall that was right. like that was literally like the honesty of solving the accuracy problem that the, yeah. the screenplay faced. I mean that's nice of Adam McKay to do, but like if I have someone on set, I've invited you onto my set. I'm the, can you shut the fuck up about you wouldn't be in the club? Did go away. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't something. have to actually be like real, true to life. Like, if, if it, you got to spice it up a little bit, it's a movie. Right. And, and but I think that was one of like the really, really, really cool, um, cool things. He was uh, when Adam McKay was interviewing with Craig Mazin. Uh, that was like his solve. And normally, those types of problems where people would be like, "This would never happen." Um, that would be like months of post or months of. Uh, 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 reworking and 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 stuff, and he was just like, let's just solve it now by breaking the fourth wall right. and, and talking directly to and speaking as to why it didn't happen. Because there were a few moments where I got frustrated with it. You know, those guys were in um, Deutsche Bank or whatever, and then they looked and they were like, this isn't actually where we found out the problem. Right. You know, and I was yeah. like, well, then why show it? Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Right. It's uh it's uh i got nothing here so <laughs> um I, I i i'm on the wikipedia page and i and i see that uh marissa tomei is also in the big short um i don't actually remember what part she played segway man say that's right <laughs> rocking that Segway. um but this leads us into uh she is in the big short yeah yeah <laughs> did you think i was making it up no, 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 no. That's perfect. That was a good, <laughs> Yo. good, good segue. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm out here. Uh, this leads us into our beloved conspiracy segment. Um, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, to give background, Marisa Tomei won an Academy Award uh, for her performance in My Cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won Best Supporting Actress uh, in 1992. Uh, there is a conspiracy around this, which says the conspiracy says that uh, the person who presented her award during the, uh, the presentation um, it was Jack Palance. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, I believe, he was in City Slickers around that time. City Slicker. Um, <laughs> still, haven't, still haven't seen that. Uh, but the, the rumor says that because he's sort of an older gentleman at the time, uh, he misread the name that was on a car, on the card uh, envelope. Uh, he basically and, Steve. He basically Steve Harveyed it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, or I think it's more like he just like 
couldn't see the name and so just said the first the only name he remembered from like when they read off uh the actress <laughs> <laughs> it was no no I, I heard i heard it was the last name on the teleprompter and yeah. he thought he didn't read it off the card oh oh i see so that's okay so it was just on the teleprompter yeah uh. that, that's that that was the problem and and you know obviously like i don't know why there wasn't anybody at, if it really did happen why anybody wasn't there just being like no 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 that's not they couldn't just like let that happen yeah. um, but that's incredibly embarrassing but it did happen with steve harvey and the the, the beautiful yeah. women competition or whatever that would is <laughs> yeah no i think it's called the beautiful Women competition <laughs> yeah i think that's a good name for it. um but apparently <laughs> to, to your point uh see see uh the apparently <laughs> the and if you go to marissa Tomei's wikipedia page it says that because Price Waterhouse Cooper uh, is the one that guarantees that all, all of the secrecy or, or whatever that the votes are counted up correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they have a policy that if someone says the wrong name, they have a guy who's at the side of the stage who will apparently just come up and say, uh, "Sorry, he misspoke. The actual winner is so and so." Really? Yeah. Well, then what? What's the controversy? I don't know. Well, the the point is that this it's not it didn't actually happen. Like, oh, okay, yeah, pretty... I get it. I get it. I saw the uh, I, I, there was back when Jim Brewer was on and Cherry O'Terry were on SNL. They did that sketch about it um, with uh, when John Goodman was hosting. But uh, 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 it made fun of the whole thing of her coming on, and they were like, "Who did you sleep with to get that award? Who did you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this John, sounds familiar. John, John, Good, John Goodman was impressing doing an impersonation of uh, uh, Robert De Niro. And he's like, who'd you do? Who'd you do? Um, yeah, De Niro is known for being curious about who... So apparently she's got... It's not like she's not deserving. Like, apparently she's she's been nominated three times um, for Academy Awards. Uh, so it's... I mean, she was nominated... I mean, the, the the best the thing is that the best supporting actress category is a little notorious for being like where kind of black like black sheep type nominees like or like surprising nominees can come out, yeah. uh, or, or, or sorry, winner surprising winners will will come out. Um, Jonah, I think Jonah Hill is a perfect best supporting yeah, actor jo- in, in, Jonah in Hill Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Uh, oh. Wait, what? Was, was that was that a den, was that a denial? Huh? No, he won. That? Yeah. <laughs> I think he did. No, not Wolf. Of, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. He was nominated. He was nominated uh, as best supporting actor. Yeah. I don't think he won. No, he didn't. I'm wrong. Um, he definitely won the um, the cheeseburger award. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> What? Wow. <laughs> it was such an unnecessary. I actually like Jonah. Hill. He's making a fat making joke. Eating no, just, just He's a not ge- even yeah, that fat. Just a general fat joke. No, the award would be for like the most cheeseburgers eaten in in like under an hour or something. It's probably like fifty. How many cheeseburgers? Kind of cheeseburgers? No, kind of again, I'm just making like. I'm really digging myself into how many cheeseburgers could I eat in an hour? Probably. If you 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 had to eat those checkers bourbon butter burgers, how many could you eat? (laughs) I mean, 
Uh, am I paying for them? Or? I mean, no, no. You, you better competition. Maybe, maybe we should bring Joey Chestnut onto this and and let him yeah. <laughs> let us know that it's not a fat thing. <laughs> um, it's a real well, sport, Cal. It is. It is. I'm really trying to be serious here. Um, I could probably eat. No, I would get sick of them. Like probably eat two, maybe three, before I just like I just get mad at somebody. I've been I've been doing this thing actually where um just to for my moral purposes whenever I eat I will always leave the last bites on the plate and feel better about myself. Huh. Huh. Well, you know that I mean that sort of goes against the whole thing of like finish your plate or exactly you know, that, that parents say. Exactly. And then when you do and you feel horrible about yourself and you need to go on diets and stuff, try try leaving the last bite. It will make you feel amazing. Well, what do you do with this last bite? You throw it away? You throw it away. You give it back to the restaurant. You're like, I don't want to eat this last bite of the burger. Like I'm, and, and, and it will make you feel, even though you you have the guilt of the thing you just ordered, you do not have the guilt of finishing it. So you have this moral thing that in your head that makes you feel like you're doing the right thing. See, how, about, about how about this? How about you not order that thing to begin with? You order something else. No, but if you do, <laughs> when you go to McDonald's at three in the morning and don't eat the last bite of that Big Mac, you will feel good about yourself. It works. Um, no, if if I'm at McDonald's at three in the morning, everything has gone wrong that night. <laughs> And I'm already feeling terrible about myself. I went to McDonald's last night. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was something. And, and pretty much everything in my life. Random point. <laughs> so take, if, if you go right. to McDonald's at three in the morning, your life is not rock bottom. I'll tell you, you what. Just want to feel I'll, good about something. I'll give it a try. I will <laughs> I'll give it a try this week. My meals, uh, preferably uh, next Saturday night. Yeah, um, uh, or possibly tonight. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so no, she won the award. Stop hating. Uh, let's move on. So, I I'm gonna move on to. I think this. I guess we got time. Um, catfish. Speaking of food and movies. Uh, mysterious catfish. Catfish. Now, catfish. Uh, Jay, you want to? I'm really crashing and burning here. I can you do this? You're not. You're not doing so bad. I'm not. I've only seen the movie. I don't even. It's a TV sh- TV set. Smaller segments, you know, like smaller version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dark. Yeah. Like I, every week, you see a story like that. Yeah. So basically. Um, I uh, I spent a, I spent a lot of time watching TV yesterday, uh, for various reasons that I'm not going to get into here, uh, <laughs> um, but do involve de- definitely involve some level of trifling. Um, but anyway, the uh, MTV was running a marathon of the TV show Catfish, which yes was uh, is sort of loosely based on a movie mm-hmm. uh, that came out in 2010. Uh, CC, have you seen the movie? I have seen bits of it, um, and I also saw bits of the TV show. Um, I, I just I understand the whole principle 
of it. Uh, it's actually not even, I don't even consider the word catfish um, the term of the movie or, or the name of the movie anymore. I just consider it a term that, you know. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. To be with, like a verb. It's like a verb. It's a verb. Yeah. We, it, 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 it turned into now. Yeah. Well, I remember when the movie came out because actually, Jay, I was, I was at your place, I think, the night out, like I later the night that you guys had seen it. Um, and, and you were trying to explain it to me because I, it, when it came out, there was like some sort of mystery around it, and there was like a twist ending that I think in the marketing for the movie they were like, "Don't tell anybody the twist ending. Don't ruin it for anybody. Go see it for yourself." Yeah. Um, yeah. And all this. Um, well, let's let's break down let's break down the the, the whole thing really quick because sure. um, uh, I think the listeners who have not seen it would love to know. Sure. And and I'll, I'll just say up front the reason I even brought this up because the TV show is really addictive. Like it's it's, it's very different. I don't know like how, how they're doing it, but like they get so much shit right. Like it's it's just everything. Like the editing, the two hosts are really kind of like charismatic and they have an interesting relationship and then the stories are so fucked up and like the Google stalking that they do is like really interesting. So anyway. Just and then they, they, they can find out all the information. It, it, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they can get so much info. So anyway, the, the basic part of the movie is this, it's a documentary. Um, where this guy follows, makes a documentary about his, his younger brother. His brother's name is Neve. Uh, he's, uh, he's met someone online, and he starts sort of pursuing it, this relationship online. Uh, and there's a bunch of sort of questionable things that happen, so he sort of starts doing, like, uh, I guess you could call it Google stalking. I don't know. That's maybe not totally accurate, but you get the idea. Internet um, stalking. Yeah. Um, to figure out what's going on because there's st- just stuff that doesn't add up um, and then at the end I'm going to spoil it right here at the end it turns out that this was an elaborate hoax that they, even though it seemed like there were like four different people involved it was actually just like one person who set up four different accounts and was kind of like playing them all off each other and messing with him and he tracks it down and figures it out um, and then he said the, the term he's like you've been catfished you've, you've been catfished when someone plays an elaborate hoax on you uh, involving like online dating, basically. Yeah. Um, and actually, the... she trying to get him to buy her artwork. Isn't there some artwork involved? Yeah, there's there's money. Like she was like a painter, but she was pretending to be like a she's like a middle aged woman, but pretending to be like a, a child prodigy painter. Um, yeah. yeah. You know what? You know what's really you know what's really interesting is now that I'm actually thinking about it, um, it wasn't actually it wasn't like a real dating story. It wasn't based on dating, but. Um, I, when I was in the military overseas, a bunch of my friends and I all got catfished by a person. What? Yeah. All by, this, all by the same person? All by the one, all by one person. And, at, uh, at same, like uh, at the same time. Yeah. Here? Yeah. No, she, she, so, so she set up this account, um, under this woman named Amanda. This is like 12 years ago. Uh, Oh man, this is and and uh, ju- uh, juicy. This was this was when this was when uh, MySpace was like the thing. Remember that time? What What do you mean was? There was the thing, like before, <laughs> before Justin Timberlake and Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. It, yeah. It, it, no. It was, I'm, oh yeah. I, I remember those days fondly. It was it was those days, and she created this account under this woman named Amanda. And Amanda had these nice, lovely pictures. She friended all of the soldiers because we all had MySpace. You know, that was our outside connection to the world. Um, right. But none of our high school friends were on it, so we were just friending anybody unanimously. Right. 
Um, and and this this woman Amanda was like, you know, she was attractive and she was friends with all of us. She lived in the same area that we all lived in, so she was like, let's all hang out when we get back. And us being male deprived men who haven't seen women in forever, we were like, right. yeah, Amanda, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, uh, uh, and then and then all of a sudden this other this other this other girl named Kimmy friend requested. <laughs> And, okay. and and was like interconnected in this way where it was like she didn't know or she pretended like she knew Amanda um, and was bringing up all this stuff where we were we were messaging Amanda like we were weirded you out. You guys are like, friends with Amanda? No way. Yeah, yeah. But we were friending. We were messaging. <laughs> we were messaging. No, here's the thing. Listen to this. We were messaging Amanda like how we were weirded out by Kimmy. And... <laughs> and because they like knew each other somehow, but it was, right. it was really it was really weird. And uh, uh, then Kimmy like acted like she, it, it, like it was it, it, the whole thing just read suspicious. And right. um, uh, later on, we 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 got back home. Uh, we were all like there, and and these a uh, couple of the guys I wasn't there um, managed to go hang out with Amanda. Uh, they set up this time where they were like, we're gonna go to this bond fire in the middle of the woods in the midwest where it's you know murder okay. murder she wrote is written all over it uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> murder murder amanda wrote murder uh and uh murder. They, they go to this they drive down this, this road for like an hour and they get there <laughs> and they get there and 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 the, the, they said the first person to come out and greet them was kimmy <laughs> uh, and, and then they were like, they were like, "What are you doing here?" Like, what? And, and she's and she's like, "Oh," and she was trying to like act like everything was normal. And then, and then we found out that her name wasn't Kimmy; it was like Allison. And she denied all, and she was just trying to act like it was normal. And then we were friends with her and fuck Amanda. And uh, 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 yeah, it was, so all, was it was all a hoax. Was Kimmy actually what? Amanda? They were the same person. No. Kimmy and Amanda. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy was Kimmy. Her name was her real name was Allison, but she was Kimmy. She created a, an account on MySpace called called Kimmy with her real right. pictures, but then she created another picture with fake pictures called named Amanda. So it was all her the oh, whole wow. time. It was her the whole time. Yeah, that that's the whole the whole story of this catfishing yeah. what does she get out of it is she scam you guys out of money or anything no we didn't we didn't give her money i think she was just trying to like gain acceptance which i think a lot of these catfishing stories are you know about because kimmy was much more overweight than the amanda person ah yes you know okay. she, she she was not a you know i'm sure her personality was fine minus all of the fucked up myspace shit but. Well, yeah, I mean, that's sort of like, I mean, that sounds like you've described like it could be a, like an episode of the, the TV show Catfish. So the TV show, the main dude from the movie, this guy Neve, he and this other dude, this buddy of his, basically take requests from, you know, the general population. People can email in and say, mm -hmm. hey, you know, I met this person online. Uh, here are a few things that seem a little weird. Can you help me investigate and figure out who, what's going on? That's basically yeah. the setup to most episodes. Um, but yeah, like, so I watched, I probably watched like, I don't know, like seven episodes in a row. And then there was like a clip show of like the top 10 most fucked up things on, on Catfish. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, but like most of them, some of them were money based where like people were sending like, man, like 
thousands of dollars um, over the internet to people like that they never That's even insane. seen. There was this one kid. Oh my god, this kid was really fucked up. He looks like I don't know if you know the comedian Clark Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a no. comedian. He was in like the later seasons of the the, the Office. Um, he's oh he's oh, in Clark Hot, Hot, yeah, yeah, Hot yeah. Tub Time Machine. He's the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this one kid. This was the most fucked up one. Like so. It, uh, I'm cutting to the end of the story, but basically a kid who looked like Clark Duke was using photos from a random Instagram account that he found of this, this male model who had tons of photos, and he was pretending to be that dude by just like grabbing his photos and sending them to all these chicks. Apparently, he was he had catfished over like 400 uh, young women, and when they confronted him, so Neve and uh, I think three of the girls that he that he had catfished confronted him at his house, and Neve's he's like, okay, he's you're caught. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't know, I'm just lonely. And he's like, okay, okay, well, will you, are you gonna delete your your stuff? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I already deleted it. And they're like, okay, can we see your phone like right now? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure. And then like. He pulls out his phone and then apparently starts deleting photos. And Neve's like, "Hey, are you deleting photos? What are you doing?" And he's like, "And he's like, nah, just give me these. Like, just, just give me the phone, dude. I know how to work an iPhone." And he's like, "Okay." So he goes to his photos section and he's like, "Okay, there's nothing there." But then he's like, "Oh, wait, hold on. I see lists of all these different women's names." He's like, "You didn't think I was gonna check your Google Drive, did you?" And so this kid had like, he had archived a Google Drive like all these women and he had like little notes next to their name where it's like you know amanda um has sent like pics but no vid yet uh doesn't know she's being catfished uh gotta call her every wednesday like he had notes to like keep track of like how to like this guy this is really crazy psychopath like man um but anyway like that sort of thing that's like that's like that's like ted bundy shit like pre-ted bundy yeah yeah um, and then, like, it, that, the interaction was really different, like, weird, because, like, basically Neve, like, kind of, like, bit, like yells at him a bit. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. And then they go to leave. And then the kid kind of whispers under his breath, like, hey, I'm going to miss you guys. And then Neve's like, what'd you say? He's, he's like, you know you're still being mic'd, right? Like, we didn't take the mic off. Why? Are you, he's like, what are you doing? Like, you clearly have, you're making all these, cracking all these jokes, like, as we're leaving. I thought you just, and he's like, oh, dude, no, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't mean it. He's like, all right. And then the kid goes to like shut his door and then he's like, nailed it. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, the show, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Like, this Neve guy is, is really interesting. He's an interesting guy. He's, he seems pretty nice. Like, it seems like they're trying to actually help people. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it seems like most of the people who are doing the catfishing are either looking for money or just attention uh, and affection, yeah. which is, yeah. I mean, that part's understandable. You, still shouldn't lie to people um they're lashing out via the internet yeah um i remember i i had like a a sort of online date when i first this is way back when aol was like the only way you could get on the internet Uh you had to use your landline (laughs) yeah oh yeah landline asl bro yeah 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 i was up in the chat rooms um (laughs) and i met this girl I think I I think I got a couple photos, but you know it was back when like sending a JPEG is like a big deal, like because <laughs> you got to download it over like modem speeds. Um, but she seemed legit, and I think um, yeah, I met her in chat room. I think we were both fans of uh, Oasis, and that's how we met. 
and I don't know. It was kind of like, fun. You like Wonderwall? Yeah. Um, I was like, that's not what I sounded like. <laughs> uh, no, whatever. Uh, this is my this is my impersonation. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta go for the deep the deep album cuts if you're a real fan. And like, I think, oh yeah, we like sent we sent each other like mixtapes, like because I had like, I think I had like an Oasis like um like a live show on vhs and so i like recorded the audio onto like a cassette tape and sent it to her and like she had some other like live show that she had recorded and she sent to me um it was really nice um and then oh fuck oh i don't know if i can tell this part oh shit you already dug a hole you got (laughs) fuck Uh, okay so i actually Fuck, I think I actually tried to catfish her. Like, look, okay. Oh, God, I really don't want to tell this. <laughs> what? The plot thickens. Gal is the catfish. <laughs> <laughs> you horrible person. So I think I was like, basically, I set up another AOL account. I think I wanted to find out, because, like, we weren't really f- too flirty. And I think I wanted to find out, like, if she really liked me or something. So I set up another account and I think I friended her that way. And uh, then wow. she, but the thing is like, we were emailing each other, but then she came back to me really quick and she's like, Hey, this guy is emailing me about, um, about Oasis and stuff, but he has the exact same IP address as you. Because back <laughs> then, like emails would show your IP oh. address. Um, yeah. and she, she, you know, she's pretty savvy. So she's like, I was like, oh, is that you? I think I think I and some like, random guy is emailing her about Oasis. Like, <laughs> that's the that's the one liner I want to know. Like, <laughs> Hello, I also like Oasis. I think I said. I, um, I think I said that like a friend of mine had gotten on my computer when I wasn't there, and like he was fucking around, and he did it. And I'm sorry. Oh my god. God. That reminds me of. Uh, do you remember when? Um, before cell phones, and we only had call waiting, and I would always do, I would always do this thing where I would like three way call with like my friend and then a girl I liked, um, and then I would before we talked to her on the phone, I would always say, "Hey, when when we get on, I'm gonna pretend like I'm taking a third party call, and then you're gonna ask her if she likes me." <laughs> oh and, wow. And and then I would yeah. I would there's like, no holes in this plan whatsoever. Like, I would do like a click. I would do like a click, and I, and and they would hear it. Right. Be like what was that? And then okay. I would be like, yeah. oh, I got to take this call. And then then he'd be like, so. That is <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think my. So I guess I guess good. I catfished yeah, before yeah, the internet. Catfish? Yeah, it's pre-internet catfishing. That's good. But I mean, I didn't pretend to be my friend asking the girl if she likes me. He, I just yeah. asked him if he would do it for me. No, my yeah, my thing is like. Well, that's no. Your your shit's like legitimate fucked up. Legitimate scumbag shit. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, my takeaway from this is that like teenage boys are terrible for the I most part. I think we're just all. I think we're just all idiots, and we're yeah. 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 Um, Jay, you got anything on catfish? Thoughts? <laughs> no, but those those catfish stories were pretty fantastic. Your <laughs> personal stories. Um. <laughs> Fuck the show! Like, you guys are both. <laughs> uh, well, did, I mean, you saw the movie, like it, in the theater too. I think. Like, what did you like I it? Think so. Oh yeah, the movie. The movie was like 
so intriguing. Uh, when I, the the finale, the reveal, being that like lonely old woman was, yeah. you know, it, it made you feel kind of sad in the end. Right. Um. But I, I don't know. I guess that's that's I guess what people I always do it for different reasons. You know. That's what I always pulled from Catfish was I, I loved the concept of it, but the whole thing just made me feel empty after watching it. The movie or the show? Both of them. Oh. But um, the whole idea of catfishing in general, like it just, it, you see it and you're just like, ah, uh, just, it's the internet. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it is, it's, it is weird that like the show's so like after, popular like too after, because. It's like after looking at porn, you're like, oh. <laughs> Uh, I feel. I, mean, I feel. I don't. Know, I don't know. About you. I feel great after I look, look at porn. Um, I think it is weird that the show's so popular because, like, most of the episodes do kind of end on like a pretty depressing note, where um, you know they found out that the person isn't what they see. Yeah, because it's the story. It's the journey. It's the traveling and trying to figure this thing out. And then you all of a sudden you discover who this person is, and it's just somebody's lies. And the whole thing is just based on a lie. And yeah good stories are based on honest things and yeah. when you end with an honest thing and a good solution like that is what makes you feel good and that's what makes you leave and say i want to watch more of that shit yeah so that's well, why i stopped watching catfish episodes <laughs> i was like i'm sick of feeling bad yeah there are <laughs> um, there, i think there are some episodes where the person meet they finally meet up and there has been lies but then the person still accepts them like those are sort of those are a little bit more heartwarming, um, but yeah, I don't know. People are insecure, um, you know, about about their looks or like their position in life or you know their money or, um, you know, I think a lot. I think some of the the, the guys were like I think there was a bunch of episodes where the guys were kind of short, like mm-hmm. like really short, and they didn't want to like like they were still who they said they were. It's just like they didn't they were hesitant to meet up. Um, because they they were short or they thought they were ugly or something something like that. Yeah, you ever have a short friend? Uh, no, I I purposely don't. No, no, it's do, a... no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, man, it's it's. I mean, yeah, both I, of you guys are pretty tall. Uh... I, no, one of my one of my close friends is is a short guy, and and we've had many uh, late nights, like you know. 5 a.m. breakdowns where you know he would let me know how he really felt about it and I felt bad. And I couldn't uh-huh. So yeah, it's 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 a weird subject. Yeah, that is a weird one to broach, I guess. Because um, I, what am I gonna say? Like, oh man, I know what you were talking about 20 years ago when I was your height. <laughs> I mean, I guess Hi. it's. <laughs> I really hope you didn't actually say that. Um, no, of course I didn't. I, uh, I mean, it's, I it's, did, it's I did, com- I yeah, I know you did. It's comparable <laughs> to, um, I don't know, like women like gro- talking to their, you know, girlfriends about, you know, different aspects of their appearance that, you know, you, you can't change. You know, I, you know it, for, in my opinion, it's easy for me to say in a way. You know what like, I honestly I don't, think? I don't think it I think, you know what I think? The thing that you try to hide the most is the thing that gets discovered the fastest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and so it's just kind of like if you're just yourself and you just stop pretending that this thing doesn't exist, people for like I used to have this insecurity about my hands, like my, I bit I would buy, like I bit my nails and stuff and it was gross. Right. And 
And the second I would try to hide it, that immediately people's eyes just like would just go to my hands. I don't know what it was. And, and, and yeah, you, think you lesson, like only do fist bumps instead of shaking people's hands. Yeah, yeah. So the the lesson of this podcast, Kay, is do yourself. <laughs> be, be yourself. That's that's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems corny, but I I totally agree. Um, you gotta gotta project uh, confidence. Um, I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, I think I should be like a dating coach. Like I should maybe get like a what was that? I was watching the movie Hitch. Uh, which you don't one of date, a- Cal. You think you could be a hitch? <laughs> I love both of your responses. That. that is great. I think I love I like yours a little bit more, Jay, because like you're so appalled by the thought that like I could. <laughs> Are you gonna bleep? Are you gonna? I, I said your name numerous times. Are you gonna go? No, no, I'm not gonna. So I don't. I don't really care. It's fine. Um, no, I think I could be like, like, because I've made basically every mistake you could possibly make, and um, you know, I've gotten to a point where, you know, I, I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing for the most part. I don't know. Not not someone on the level of Hitch who like is paid by people to like fix them up. Uh, but I don't know. It's it hitches a romantic tale. Yeah. With a with a with a good ending. Um, it does have a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I, I now I just feel like the catfish ending. So, <laughs> so you need to make you need to make this right. All right. Yeah. Let's try to end up. <laughs> <laughs> you. You fucking think you could be fucking oh. hits? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, it is more in keeping with the, the ethos of the show if we do end it like here. So let's just wrap up. Uh, any any closing thoughts, CC? Thank you for coming on. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything? You're, uh, yeah, just, uh, no. Okay, Jay. <laughs> do you want to plug no. anything? I got nothing. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing a screenplay. Let's talk in a year when I'm. Oh done. yeah, shit. No, I gotta. I gotta. I'll check in with you on that later today. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, believe in yourself. Um. Don't catfish don't, people. Don't catfish people. Uh. The Oscars are awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Moonlight. Uh. The guy. <laughs> yeah. The guy died. The guy dies at the end. Moonlight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone dies. I know someone dies at the end of that. Someone dies. They have to die. Someone's got to die. That's definitely Someone dies movie. during the movie, not at the end, though. No one dies at the end. Someone dies in the middle of the movie? Yes. Over the course of the movie, someone dies. You're ruining my perception. Yeah, I was kind of... I Man, I had that peg for, like, ending, like, a tragic death at the end. It's like, God, yeah, it's a hate crime, that sort of thing. I th- I'm thinking more, like, <sighs> no, drug, that like, drug, really drug crime. Oh, a drug crime. A drug crime misconstrued as a hate crime, soprano style. Wait, what's the what? What hate crime did they? There, there, there's the there's the gay guy in Sopranos that got oh yeah that, that got killed based oh, on a hate crime, right. but it was also like mafia style. Right. Uh, yeah, Vito. Yeah, Vito. Um, yeah, oof, yeah. Well, I'm well, I'm good. Anyways. Yeah, this is that's a good way of ending on it. Nice and dark. All right. <laughs> okay, this was podcast episode seventeen. Good night, Bye. everybody. <laughs>